Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, man? What's going on, everybody? And Coastal Minorities back for an H and K. What's up, dude? Hey guys, <laughs> how are y'all? All right, so you should see this guy too. He's just grinning from ear to ear like he just won the lottery or something. I did when I get to see your beautiful face <laughs> and of that course. glorious beard. I mean, I'm extremely jealous. I had to glorious. start over to get it. There's something embedded in my half Filipino DNA that will not let me grow a full man beard. You remember in Joe Dirt when he's talking about do you your white trash DNA uh, only allow you to make the sideburns and the patch like you did? I feel like that's how mine goes. Like, like <laughs> well, I can, can grow a goatee like nobody's business, but that's it. I'm trying well, to go full at, If you look at me, I'm starting to get the Santa Claus effect going on here. I got the white all here, the white all in here, and probably by the time next Christmas rolls around, I probably will have the whole Santa Claus beard going on. <laughs> I, I, I like that salt pepper look. I have it as well. Uh already here as you yeah can yeah see. you got a ways to catch up here buddy <laughs> how old they was always... charlie when he had a full gray hair uh let's see we'll see my dad was salt and pepper for the longest and then he finally just all of a sudden turned white-headed i want to say he's around 45 maybe Okay. 40, uh, some sometimes in that range but i've actually had gray hair since i was 22 23 oh yeah like, i remember my, that and my gray and my grades like gotten worse. Like by the time I hit thirty, I quit dyeing my hair because I used to dye it to cover it up. And now it's just it's just white all over. I got weirdest every thing. Time, every time I go get my hair cut, I find a new a new white patch. It's it's crazy. It's the weirdest thing about clear. I was gone mm-hmm. uh, to full sale or whatever, just kind of wherever I was, and come back every so often and see clear for the first time in you know a couple years maybe. And he had a gray streak over down his head it looks like rogue from x-men and i thought it was just uh something he was doing you know i didn't know it was real and then i heard his brother talking about making fun of him with it and i said that ain't that ain't that's natural and he's like yep and it's not like salt and pepper it's like it was like a gray streak like no kidding yep. like rogue it's so that's weird that's how it is right here on the top of my head. It's just straight white right here. And everybody asks me, did you get your hair done that way? And I'm like, well, I mean, I mean, God did it for me. He said, hey, bam, have you some gray hair? <laughs> you might have a special <laughs> secret power. You ain't, don't have it yet, you know. Yeah, it's called the secret power of flatulence. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We've known about that one for some time. Uh, so Wouldn't anyway. that make you have a brown streak instead of a white streak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were going downhill this podcast quick. Really quick, really quick. <laughs> so what we're doing today, uh, this is a little bit of an ad hoc uh, podcast here. And we wanted to uh, talk about why we video game. Why do we do what we do um, with with these video games? We were playing Call of Duty the other day with the Warzone and everything, uh, the new thing. We've been kind of really into that lately. Me, Coastal Rev, uh, Huff, Dead Aim, and... Um, We've just, uh, I, I kind of got frustrated with it at some point and it got me to thinking, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of done with this game for a little bit and we got on there the other day, so I'm not completely done with it, but I'm certainly not playing it, uh, as much as I used to, but I'm getting to something here. It made me, it made me start thinking, you know, why is it, why am I frustrated with it? Why is it not enjoyable? And so then, uh, I started thinking deeper into it and I think I came up with a reason and, uh, and it kind of centers around why do we video game at all? And so I wanted to get uh, you two guys on here too. 
uh, I wanted to do a podcast about this to kind of vocalize this. And I gave I gave uh, Clear and Coastal not a whole lot of information about what we're going to be talking about because I want it to be kind of random. I want it to be just a just a shoot from the hip type of thing. But uh, let me just start off first with uh, you, uh, Clear. What do you? Uh, why do you even video game? Retro game, modern game, and what's your favorite and why? Why do you do it today? Um. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know. Out of the two, which one's my favorite? They just both kind of have uh, two. Yeah, you know, they both sit sit important in my life, just because it's one way for me to unwind. But you know, retro for me is you know a nice reminiscing of the past and playing some games that I've enjoyed that I never got a chance to either beat or never got to really enjoy in a level now that I can enjoy games so that's why I kind of do the retro but the modern gaming for me um, I really enjoy that I'm big you know everybody knows I'm a big technology geek and so for me doing that it's just a way to keep up with technology it's a way for me to keep in touch with friends because you know gaming with friends I know I haven't been gaming lately just life life sometimes just kicks you in the tail and makes it hard for you to game at times and you know that's that's kind of where I'm at right now but you know I, I do game for those unwinding and that, that kind of relaxing feel because that's just a way that I can go in do something and just completely forget about everything that's going on around me and it's always been like that for me especially growing up because I came from an area where I got picked on as, as a kid in high school or throughout school all, all through, throughout that. And I used it as an escape from reality for me. And that was a way that I kept my sanity. So it's for me, even today, to this, to this day, it's a way for me to keep my sanity. Cool, man. All right. What about you, Coastal? Growing up, uh, I didn't play as much as I do now um, <clears throat> with my brothers and, and, and Ian in particular when we were real young. I was like a support and we played a few games the reason i do it now um i don't do as much retro gaming as you guys because i didn't play a lot of games growing up so i don't have a lot of nostalgia to go back to and i, I mean I, I did play a few but i say over the years as my health has declined i used to be i used to uh walk and do stuff all the time i used to be you know i played golf in high school and i've i've done other things I, i'm pretty competitive as far as that goes, once the legs started going, uh, you know, sometimes the anxiety will be there with it. There's things you can do on a video game that I just can never do in real life. So uh, besides taking a day-to-day stress away, the reason I, I – one, one thing is I, I like competition. Uh, you know, I'm in sales, so that's competitive. And then I like – I like uh, I just like winning, you know. I, I, I consider my <laughs> – like- I mean, well, I mean, I, I do because, like, I don't, I don't. You guys like, just heard uh, the Guitar Hero podcast, I hope. <laughs> well, you know, I can't go out and play basketball, you know, with a church league, or I can't go play. I can, you know, still play golf a little bit, but that's really a game against yourself. So, uh, two things: I just love the camaraderie of playing with my friends and playing a game, even competitive or not. We're always competitive. Another thing is escape from reality, uh, in the sense that there's things that I can do on video games that I know I can never do in real life at never have or never will again, like dunking in basketball or, you know, being capable of doing things that you can. I think a lot of people are leaping that. a building in a single bound, leaping a building, 360 no scopes. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, you know, and I'll never, yeah. I'll never be able to. So like, um, you know, it's a way to deal with, you know, personal issues. It's a way to to feel like 
you still have some uh, sort of competitiveness in you that I can't do physically. I can do with my hands and, and online. So, you know, as far as right now, because I have no idea what we're going to talk about. That's where well, I'm this at is, right now. Dude, that is. So this was not planned. Okay. But this is awesome that you guys have two completely different reasons for playing. And it's just, but it fits perfectly in what I'm, what I'm going to say. It's awesome. So you'll, you'll, you'll get it. But uh, let me go ahead and just give you my reason, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I, I do a little bit of retro, and I'm still more probably modern with the Call of Duty, the new Final Fantasies out I'm loving. I just ordered the Doom Eternal online. I got like a nine point something out of ten in, uh, in Game Informer just that just came out. And uh, I love the original one. So anyway, I'm just not the original Doom, sorry, the original PlayStation 4 Doom, the first one that was really fun. But anyway... Uh, so I am kind of a more of a modern, but I do like retro. I mean, to me, it's it, it is a it is a little it is nostalgia, but it's uh, you know when you like Sunday morning or something, and maybe my son joins me, and you know we're we're getting ready for church, and you know you're ready, and you're waiting, everybody's kind of getting ready. You turn on a game, or you, maybe you get up early and you're playing. You get thirty minutes to just play Donkey Kong Country or something. Man, it just takes you right back to. And for something about those retro games, just having that little quick time to play and you're just enjoying it as you're, as you're playing. Um, it takes me back as kind of a measuring stick to kind of, you know, kind of look back on life and go, man, look how far we've come, man. We got a family now. We got kids now. And, you know, you were a kid when you're playing this. And now look, what if somebody would have told you, man, you can just go buy any little Nintendo game you want at some, when you get older, you know, you'll, they're all available to you there. And, uh, you know, it's just fun to think about that. I mean, it's really just like a blessing, you know, and I really just kind of think about that when it comes to modern gaming. Uh, I do like to, um, I do like to relax and like, like you clear. And it is a little bit of an escape. It's, uh, it's just fun to kind of have an interactive movie, especially RPGs for me. It's, it's a lot of just trying to develop your characters and your play style and stuff like that. I do play call of duty as well, which is a different type of game. Um, and so, I was going to ask you guys kind of what two games kind of helped define your your uh, your gaming experiences, but we've kind of already established that. Unless you guys want to talk about that, did you want to say what your two games were? Anybody? Or does I mean, it matter? I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I think that's a good thing to, to to kind of segue out too. I mean, one of the games that have defined my playing is, and Hollywood's probably going to laugh really good about this, but it's Toe Jam and Earl Panic on Funkatron. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, talking about the nostalgia and everything, I just remember all the time spent playing that game, not even trying to beat it, just doing the silly things that are in that game. I always come back to that. I always remember it. Every time I pick up a controller and play it, everything comes rushing back. It's that whole feeling, and it's just you hit that euphoria, and that it's just that great feeling you get. Um, and I have to say another one would be uh, probably – and I can't really nail it down to just one of them. It's probably the early Final Fantasies, everything before Final Fantasy X, and even yeah. before nine. you know, because those really shaped the way that I like playing those role-playing games. It shaped that whole play style of building a character, leveling, and growth in one character, or even several characters, and playing through a story and have that story-driven game. And that, that was probably my best, my two biggest you know games are, are those and if i had to nail it down to one i'd either say between final fantasy 8 and final fantasy 6 okay cool um so toe jam and are on kind of the final fantasies which kind of defines the, okay uh and then what about you coastal 
Well, uh, you, you know, my brother's giving me a hard time for all the games when I first started gaming growing up. I worked so much, I didn't play a lot. But if I had to say something that defined, well, I, I don't know how to answer this because I don't play, there's no Guitar Heroes to play anymore, and I, I hadn't played them well, a while. Yeah, any games that kind of, def- when you think of gaming, Coastal Minorities Gaming, what kind of, not necessarily your favorite games, but kind of like what kind of drew you into the gaming scene? What kind of games kind of define you as a gamer, I guess? Yeah, okay. What molded you in your gaming? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, sports or entertainment games, I really think um, a lot we used to play that I used to love was any wrestling game on 64. Uh I really got three. One of them was uh, the reason I talk about memories or define us. We played so much of it was my brother and then uh, my cousin, Zach. He's not with us anymore. We played when I go to forest on the summers where I moved up there, we played all the time. And that was a good memory to have with him because we were so into wrestling. And I would say the other one would be um, probably, you know, between Tiger Woods and Guitar Hero. The reason being is, also very competitive in Tiger Woods, but those are games where I didn't have to focus so much as far as the story goes. I just, it was quick in and out if you wanted or play as, as long as you wanted and, and you could play by yourself or you could play with friends. And I love playing with other people. It also can take that time to, to you know, become a better gamer in those specific games by playing by yourself. And I just always enjoyed sports games that i were not that i wasn't good at in person which would be golf so um so go ahead well i just it's going to be very interesting because so my two games were uh i was going to say world of warcraft keeps sticking in in my head it's just an rpg that you can kind of create your characters not uh any final fantasy would would work in that that slot as well but we'll just say wow and then socom all right, uh, that we played as a oh, kid. Oh yes, <clears throat> and so there's those are two different game types, and this is what I was kind of talking about in Call of Duty. One of them is a let's sit back and enjoy the experience, and the other one is competitive. And that's funny that Coastal is more of a competitive gamer, and Clear is more of a experience, just wanting to sit back and experience the game gamer. Uh, and so this is kind of what I was talking about with Call of Duty. So what kind of hit me was. Uh, like, why am I so frustrated with it? And then, you know, then, then Coach RX would pipe up and say, well, here's what I'm thinking about it and this kind of stuff. And I'm like thinking, well, yeah, why can't I just sit back and relax it? But the, the, the truth of the matter is, look at SOCOM back in the day. You know, I was like 19th in the world at one point on, on that game. Uh, I don't know how big the pool was. It was several tens of thousands, maybe a hundred thousands. But at SOCOM 2 came out when the pool was millions. I got up to like 337 or something like that. Uh, at one point, but all I did was play that game. I mean, all I did uh, all weekend, I would get up to go eat and then go to sleep, get up. And that's all I did, um, when I was in college. And, uh, so that's what it takes. Okay. And we then lived you were and t- breathed so calm. That was just, it, that, that was it. I mean, I remember even designing our website. Yeah, while we had I was a clan at, and everything. While I was at work, I'm sitting here spending my little bit of time in between waiting on customers when I was working at the bank designing logos. I mean, it's it's it, it that was one that just consumed us. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I know Hollywood just said, you know, I'm definitely leaning to the experience, you know, of, of gaming, but I'm also competitive too. I, I love my competitive side of gaming as well. Yeah, so most, most people have a little bit of both, but uh, but what I'm getting at is, and like you mentioned on your on the H on the uh, 
Guitar Hero podcast host will say, well, I was a, you know, I was in Mississippi, so it was a, you know, smaller pond and blah, 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 you know, uh, that kind of stuff. And so SOCOM was, you know, there was no Twitch. There was no professional major league gaming. And now with Fortnite, with all this, with Call of Duty, which, by the way, that Modern Warfare, I mean, I do not see how you can make a better uh battle royale game right now i think it's the best on the market by far i think they just they really crushed it uh with what they're doing and so it's going to be pop it's going to be a major league game there's going to be competitions with it it's going to people people going pro there's people twitching it uh streaming it whatever all the time so these guys are serious gamers when it comes to modern warfare and then here we go jumping on casual thinking and we're do we do okay we get in the top 10 probably 40% 40% of the time, I'd say. Um, so close to winning. Frustrated. Second place so many times, which means, okay, top 10. That's all that records. Uh, you do all that work. But anyway, and I go, man, what who, what am I doing when I get on there to play? I can't expect to, to compete, right? But that just kind of led me to, there, there's there's two different really type of gamers when it comes to it. There's there's kind of uh, it forks off here. So you got the then I, then I get on Final Fantasy VII by the way remake and I go man this is just so relaxing. This is just a game. This is fun. Let's just do this and play it and and get off the game and I can get off of that game when it's time to go to bed no problem. But for some reason Call of Duty just kind of sucks you in. You're like I'm gonna go get this. Uh, I was playing the other day and um and I told you this coastal but. Uh, it was me versus we were at, at the end of the thing and there's like five people left. We, it's me, uh, Rev and, and Huff. And I had to kill two people. They were on a team and I killed one. The other guy jumped out. I jumped behind the wall and came out and it was just a straight shootout. Bah, 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 bah. Whoever died, whoever, you know, got the land of the first shot or got the headshots, he killed me. So we got second. I was the last second guy in out of 150 or whatever. And it took like 30 minutes for that high to wear off, man. Like, Am I going in the kitchen, going, talking to my, <laughs> and, I, and it wasn't like a good, like, oh my gosh, it was kind of like, what could I have done? Would I do this? Maybe if I did this, but I, and you're like, dude, this is a whole different experience now that has well, hit us. Well, I mean, when, when you're, when you're looking at it from that angle, you're, you're starting to look at the, um, and, and I hate to go all scientific on you, but you're starting to look at the, uh, chemical makeup of your brain at that point. If you're playing a game that's competitive and and, and things like that, you, all your adrenaline is starting to pump through your body because it's the same reaction that you would get if you were playing football or playing baseball out there and you were in a tight situation in a game. Say you were at a you know two outs, two strikes, up to bat. You know your next swing is make or break. You know it, it's it's that same feeling. They've done studies on it time and time again. That that's the same thing. You get that same feeling, but yet when you're playing a game like say say the remake of Final Fantasy VII, you're not releasing all that that all that um, uh, adrenaline energy into your body at that point. You're releasing serotonin, which re- uh, relaxes your body, which is which calms you. And it's like watching a show. It's like watching TV. It's like wa- it's like doing a lot of uh, activities like that. And I mean, it's, there's studies to back it up, research to back it up, and everything too. But that that's kind of why you have those highs and that pump up and that jacked up. You were so jacked up on adrenaline, and, you know. It's like you just finished playing a baseball game where you almost won the World Series. You know, you're you're going to be jacked up for a while. You're going to be bouncing off the walls. So if I'm playing Final Fantasy VII and I'm fighting Emerald Weapon, and he's almost beating me, and I'm doing all this stuff, and it's like one second left on the clock. Boom, 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 boom. I just happen to pull it off. Or no, he killed me last minute. I don't get that same high. It only works against other human opponents. 
100% exact. So correct. now. That's, that's, that's the science behind it. It's because, there you go. It's, it's the oh, science behind the it. Science. It's, 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 not the, it's not the competitiveness. You're, you're beating Emerald Weapons. There's not a competitiveness there. When you're playing someone and it's not AI, you know that you have a, a, a different level of of um, fighting there because with AI you can eventually learn patterns you can learn what it's going to do because it, it, AI in video games can only go so far can only go as far as they're programmed even with RNG you can eventually figure out a pattern and say okay I can beat this so your brain's not going to react the same way but as soon as you get into a game where you're not playing something that has that you're in an open environment that anything goes a guy can jump out from behind a rock and kill you just as easy as he can shoot you from across the board. You're you're in a whole different mindset, whole different, you know, your, your brain's working completely different. Uh, I mean, I hate to go all scientific on it, but that's just that whole, you know. Well, now, now that we have the science behind it, we can say two different landscapes now. The competitive gamer or the original retro old school game. You had the same kind of thing on the couch with your buddies. You didn't really get that hype about it. I didn't ever get that hype about it. But you were more hype with your friends there than by yourself playing the computer. Well, me and me, Coach, and uh, Andrew uh, would play Tekken 3 all the time and really getting into some serious competitions. But it, I never had the feeling like I did uh the other day on Modern Warfare after it was done where it lasted and lasted and lasted. Like, it was kind of freaking me out a little bit. Like, man, why am I so hung up on this video game? You, Go ahead, Coastal. The, the, what, what's funny is if, if you haven't, if y'all haven't listened to our Warzone one, you know, Marcus wasn't totally against it, but he wasn't down to play. And now that we, he said he's going to give it a try, and he really did. Now, for the past couple of weeks, we've been playing a lot. And, and I sad to say, I've only helped get Marcus one win. On that, and see, How many I've seconds had that, in top tens though all I've, the time. I've won like ten times, you know, and he's won once, and and you know I've got it recorded. I'll gladly show it to you, but there, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's 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 good that Clear put it that way. But there's so much at stake. The time versus the payoff is so. There's so much random things going on. You, there's no patterns involved. There's humans. And uh, to to stand at the top of the mountain when it's all said and done, you know, because you're a competitive person. That's why. I mean, that's just it. Even though you haven't had those juices flowing in a while and you're not playing anything else competitive, when you when that gets in your brain, I mean, Clear's hit the nail on the head. And we didn't say it like that on the last podcast, but I want to know how good I am at this game. And I know we're decent at the game. We just have, but we don't. But but you can't beat yourself up over it because. We don't play like these people do. These guys have been on quarantine. These teenagers with freakishly quick reaction well, times, you know, we don't play it all the time. We may play a couple hours a day or, you know, a couple hours a week. That's it. So you I'll know? say this about this feeling. Uh, the other time I've had this feeling, it's just a good point about the competitiveness. Uh, just hadn't had the juices flowing. The only other time I've had this feeling is when I was watching my son play baseball. He's, he started batting like ninth or whatever, and then he got up to the fifth batter. He's, he was way younger than anybody on the team. He got better. He got good. And he could get a hit. He was almost probably 80%. He's going to get a hit when he gets up to bat. And it's coach pitch. It's not T-ball. And he was uh, – they were down by like one. They had a guy on like third and second. And he had a chance to be the hero. And he missed it. He struck out. 
And the whole time I'm thinking, you know, I've got, of course, we're telling them, you know, you did a good try. I mean, it happens, you know. But, man, you just keep thinking back. Oh, what if? Well, if we did this, if did it, so the same type of thing. So, but, so the point is, uh, uh, it's not to discuss necessarily what makes it that way, but that are we reaching a point now? This is kind of the point of the podcast. Are we reaching a point now to where we're kind of in a fork in the road? Because now we have, uh, and, and it's not a bad thing, or, you know, I'm not trying to call it that we're splitting gamers or nothing like that. I'm not trying to, make it sound like it's a wedge in gamers or anything, but there is certainly going to be different types of gamers. Now that we have games like Fortnite, where it's just like you said, the time invested versus, it's like when you play baseball, you are practicing, 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 all for that big game. It's not the same on Call of Duty multiplayer where you just go in there and die, go in there, you get a win. Okay, this time I got 20 kills. This time I got 40 kills. This time I only got nine kills. This time nobody cares. But when you keep investing, keep investing, keep investing, and then you do good, it's like a payoff. It's you're your building, 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 practice and practice, and then you get that payoff. And now that you have a game like Fortnite, and you've heard us, we talked about this on the Apex Legend. I'm constantly saying, what is the deal with these battle royales? And me and Clear said, it's a fad. Well, I think it's a fad. They're going to go away, blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know if it is or not, because if it can tap into that competitive nature more so, that that's what's hooking people. Now you have two types of gamers. Now you got the old school and you can be both. You can be both. But there's going to be people that play solely for that competitiveness now. It's a different landscape, man. That's kind of what I'm... What, what do you guys say, say to that? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a natural progression, I feel like. Because one, you're looking at this is the next evolution of gaming i feel anyway you know because you you always have these different kicks in gaming you have okay rpgs when they first started coming on the scene you know when final fantasy 2 dropped in the u.s you know the people didn't pick it up that well and then you have that growth and then all of a sudden final fantasy 7 comes in and it's a huge deal in the u.s it's, it gets bigger and it got bigger up to 10 and now you know everybody's you know clamoring for different types of rpgs well then you have the first-person shooters start creeping in and that competitive gaming that comes in because the first step of the competitive gaming was more of the first-person shooters. Of course, you did have like Diablo and then... Uh, well, the fighting games and, uh, and other that you did have fighting games, but they didn't they didn't take off in that competitive landscape and in that major league gaming style thing that you think of now when you think of competitive gamings, uh, competitive gaming. Um, so it, you know the first person shooters were that first evolution, and now you've gotten into the battle royales, which is a really big deal now. And yeah, I will admit, you know, I did think it was going to be a fad, and now I feel like it's maybe it's if it is a fad, it's a really 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 long. It's got it's got really long longevity in it if it is a fad it, and it, i'm sorry and and i just feel like it's the next evolution of gaming because that's where everybody's going to become an awesome gamer i mean you, your streamers are streaming all of these games that are like that the mmo style games the ones that have a, a some type of level of com of competitiveness to them and uh, to me that's the evolution of gaming and that's where I, th I feel where you've branched off in gaming is okay you still got the rpgs and the other games like that and they're more of the leisure games if you want to call them that and then you have the competitive side where okay this is where we're going to go out and just go all out and have everybody hyped up basically this is like playing baseball football basketball soccer whatever you want to say and stick it over here in a sports category where you know you're, you've thrown the competitive players at there's a, there's a few things, too, that's helping with that evolution. 
first of all, we haven't mentioned yet. These battle royales are free to play. Okay? They do not need any money. Obviously, you're going to be able to buy battle passes and that, but that is all cosmetic. Okay? So, the reason there's such an insurgent, a surge in that is because Fortnite's been free. They did the same thing with Warzone. You have to not purchase a thing to play. Um, another thing is we talked about the, the endorphins or the adrenaline. Not only are you wanting to be the best version of yourself, the better yourself in the gaming, but if you do well and you do good and you're with your friends or random, the respect and the and the 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 high you get from them telling you and 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 building your ego up is the same feeling as I think adrenaline cuz cuz like we talked about it's like you know uh, you know some games were like holy cow you know you got 13 kills in warzone like that's like what the pros do another reason that the streamers do so good with this and they they stream it so well is because there's so many kids younger than us that 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 want to that don't have the social interaction that we had when we were when we were kids. Okay, we had to play together together in the house. Well, the the, the way gaming is going forever is we're all by ourselves playing with each other online. So these kids, their sense of, they don't talk on the phone. They don't do this. Their sense of worth is in different ways. The ways they communicate and the way they 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 get um their ego boosted or their However, they structure to make themselves feel good and feel like they're worth something is to be decent at these video games because their friends are all playing at school. And it's the same thing. Like, there's so many people like, you know, I didn't play a lot of sports and clear didn't, you know, but we can get online and show our worth to ourselves or to others by saying, man, he's really good at this game. And then that's how the streamers tap in that. And they want to see the plays get done and they want to see how to get better. That's what they're doing. The better they are, the better, more self-worth they have as a person, especially when you're at that age, especially when you don't have a lot of social interaction uh, in face-to-face. I can't tell you, uh, who who even talks on the phone anymore that's under 20? Nobody, you know? Well, also, too, also too I mean, you bring up a really good point there, is um, the not only just the evolution of gaming, but the evolution of society together has kind of contributed to the change in gaming as well. Because think about it when we were growing up. We'd play outside until it's dark, you know, yep. basically till the sidewalks rolled up is what we said. You know, when the street lights came on, you were coming home, you know, but you stayed, you stayed gone, especially during the summer. You stayed gone from the minute you woke up until the street lights came on. Nowadays, you know, people aren't allowed to go up and down the street. I mean, there, there's, there's people that are getting, you know, the parents are calling the cops on parents because their 10-year-old is walking hand-in-hand with their 5-year-old down the street without a parent. You know, that kind of stuff is going on with that societal change there where it's not even safe for your kids to be outside playing like we did. Yeah, they're going to have to find different avenues for socialization, and it's been typically gaming because gaming presents a large avenue for that. You have that online gaming, and and once again, Coastal brought up another great point of why battle royales are so popular. They're free. You know, a parent's going to buy a kid a system and a game here and there. You know, if they buy them the online pass so they can play online, you know, that's basically a game, a game for an entire year, you know, then 
you know, that's a value for the parent. And they're like, here you go. There you go. Now you can play whatever you want as long as it's free to download. And so you've got all these free yep. games. And then with like place, things like the PSN Plus that gives you two free games a month, Xbox Game Pass that gives you two free games a month, all these different services that gives you two free games a month. Now you have all of this flow for them. And that's how they socialize now. It's not so much of let's get together. And especially now once we've had, you know, when you add in the COVID issue as well, you don't have kids gathering at the mall anymore to hang out. You have everybody gathering in a chat room right before they're about to jump into a game of Fortnite to to, to socialize. So so you've got those whole changes. It's all evolved in Hollywood, and it's going in that direction. It's been going in that direction. Battle Royale has just helped sped it up. These kids are all in chat. People I'm related to, you know, people that we know, like, you know, I have friends that I graduated with that, like, I can't, it, it's murder to get them on the phone. You have to text them. And then if I call them, they'll text me back, hey, did you call? Really? You don't want to talk to me on the phone? Now, I talk a lot on the phone because that's my job. But, I mean, it's completely changed the way we socialize. I was fishing when you called me today. I don't, <laughs> then I text look, you when I yeah, got done. you text me back. Well, look, that's what I'm talking about. You see that clear? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> see, I'm like that, too. I don't I, – I, 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 I'm of the old school mentality. A text is meant for 160 characters or less. If you're going to text me a story, pick up the phone and call me and tell me the story. You know, don't text me the story. That's not what a text was ever designed for. We're using text messages in a way that it was never designed for. You know, and I know we're getting way off. Y'all think this is a smooth ramblings. Sorry. So hey, you, I yeah, want to clarify something real quick you, you for y'all. You threw the hand thoughts. grenade out in the middle of yeah, us you and said go. <laughs> so we, we, Coastal we, we, did. We went. I had to lay on it. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, so let's just get it straight here. So you're talking about the evolution of gaming. So what do you got? So I don't, I don't even ask what you guys are talking about with the evolution yet. But are you saying, well, I see it. So you guys talk asking, saying that the evolution of gaming as it was eventually going to get to online massive multiplayer shootings or are you saying that's the next step in gaming no. or that, that's been the, that's that that has been the next evolution of gaming is the mmo like style the new and improved gaming is what evolution Royals. means uh, uh, yeah you can call it new and improved if you want to but it's the it's the step that that gaming has changed to because if you look at it so many games have come out with their version of battle royale i mean even destiny has talked about doing a battle royale i mean you've got all these uh, other gaming companies that have talked about doing a battle royale it's it might be a fad but it's the next evolutionary step okay. in gaming because that's what's everybody's talking about doing now all right yeah and 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 another thing it's not like the other ones are going away you're still going to have five or six so, so that's what titles. i'm saying that's my point it's not an evolution as in okay guys if you don't gain it's a branch exactly it's another just like mmos these people that play mmos can still play God of War, there's still a single player because a lot of people were saying, "Oh, first person or one player games are dying." Uh, yeah. You know, and sitting now, you got God of War, you got Final nice. Fantasy, you got plenty of those. And then, yeah, so when you say evolution, I'm just clarifying for for people listening. That's not like, okay, we've moved past all these old school single player games. Yeah, it's evo- a it's evo- a branch. Of yeah, an evolution is a change. Is a change. It's an gaming. evolution of the first person shooter. That's that's it's, not that's well, not, not <clears throat> what we said. We said that was an evolution, said it was evolution of gamer socialization. 
for the generation under. Well, we've said, we know, well, we've said, we've said, but we said both. Yeah, I mean, because okay. I started off with the evolution of gaming because it's it, evolution is just a fancy word for change for for changing. You know, uh, it, it's the changing culture and landscape of gaming. Yes, you're always going to have the first person, the the, the single player games. You're going to have the God of Wars. You're going to have the WoWs. You're going to say it's the, the gaming. This evolution of gaming. I would think. Okay, so that's the most advanced game we. You know, if no, you are the, if you are the state of the art gamer, you're paying battle royales. No, Is that what you're it's saying? Not, it, no, it's not that. It, that's it's what evolution, evolution of the gaming it, it's, it's, means. It's, it's, it's the evolution of gaming. If you look at it, where's the focus? <laughs> where's where's the focus of gaming? When when you look at it, where's focus, the focus of that's gaming? That's a good word. Focus. They, they fo- they, you see you see more people on Twitch streaming a battle royale style game or some type of first person shooter game. That nope. is the nobody streamed Final Fantasy Seven. No, 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 no. no. Here, 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 here's what you see the majority. Uh, yeah, yeah, people no. did do. It, do it, did do it, but you see the majority. The word I said was the majority what, the of percentage? streams. You got or that. You I got don't bat, know. I don't study the percentage Royale. of that. I just know. I just okay. know that there's more. That wouldn't fly in that. my business. You got you got battle royales. This is just streaming. You got battle royales. Then you've got CS:GO and Valorant. That's new. You got stuff like Dota and League of Legends. That's what's being watched because it's a competitive team on team. Yeah, it's, it's different every it's time. Just like sports. That's what I'm saying. There's always. There's 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 a lot of popular streamers that do YouTube and Twitch that do let's plays like episode one first part of God of War and then the second part they go through the game because there's a lot of people that want to see that as well. It's not an evolution like you like we're trying to say. It's just I know what you're saying. I'm just trying to make sure it's clear clear for everybody that's listening and so that we understand. That's why clear stated it. It's a clear. uh, Clear is always clear. (laughs) It is a branch of gaming. You got the competitive branch. And you have the gaming branch or leisure games, as you put it like that. Leisure games, okay? Single first single player games or whatever. Um, and so I'm going to take it back. I know there's a lot of good points with society, and there's a lot of things that contribute to this. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think they said, "Hmm, I got an idea." Kids aren't communicating by walking down the street anymore. Let's make a battle royale. That way, we can get as many kids as we can in a room. I don't think they said that. I think they're just using that as that's what's available because the game is available, right? If it wasn't this game, they'd be talking on Facebook or whatever. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, that, so it's that, all that, stuff contributing to. Well, that that kind of thought of, if you're looking at it from that aspect, that whole thought of where the battle royals, royales came from is like, what's the next big thing? That, yeah. And that's where that and that's where that that's where that thought pattern came from because it's like okay first person shooters are taking off they're growing more you're having the evolution of first person shooters into the MMO style like the Destiny where you have the PVE or the PVP style game you have all of that growth there because you've had a bunch of different types of games that are I'm not gonna say similar to that but you you have the PVE and the PVP games that are coming around and they're like okay how can you evolve and grow that okay in PVP most games you can only have six on six or you could have 12 on 12 they're like okay how do you grow that battle royale throw everybody into a pit and say winner comes out they're the one you know also known as the evolution of gaming their mindset has changed on almost becoming popular you know their focus has shifted because when 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 PUBG and the Fortnite battle they, they got so huge and so much of a money grab that EA and, and Finney, well, all of them switched their focus on that. You know, uh, Ghost Recon has, has died on that last game. And I love co-op games. We love co-op games. But that's not the focus of developers right now. It's just not. Well, because you're also not- to, 
So, so you brought you you brought up another great point that I don't want it to, to get slipped by. Is first of all, Fortnite's free to play, one hundred percent free to play. How much money is Fortnite making day after exactly. day? Exactly. I'll put they're you. Making, in, they're making a killing a day here, after day here, after here's day. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's, it's just, just turned like into in, a battle royale podcast. I'm it, talking. It's, it's it's a sales thing. Here, here's the deal. Would you rather make sell twenty thousand? units at $60 a piece or would you rather sell a million units at you know $10 a piece alright so, so let's, let's just let's pause right there with these battle royale thoughts because I'm trying to get to something here <laughs> we're kind of getting deep into battle royales and why companies invent I get it it's money made and we, that's a, the point that I'm getting at it's branching off let's go back about th- to where we were about 20 minutes in the podcast <laughs> branching off alright competitive gaming and it's good that we're talking like this because uh, that's going to emphasize my point too. And then leisure gaming. Why do you think we're talking about these battle royale? What what other thing uh, do we talk about in society as much as you're talking about battle royales right now? Just just hanging around the office. You talk sports. about sports. You talk sports. about sports. That's you exactly what I'm talking about. You talk about that's whatever, sports. Yeah, Those are all the, sports. The so uh, what we're talking about is. I think it goes back to what you're talking about, Coastal, from the beginning. You train and train and train. You try and try, and you want to go out there and prove yourself. You want to go out there and see what you're made of. You want to test your metal. And then when you come out on top of the mountain, it's like making a birdie. And you're like, I'm going to come back out here. Or it's like hitting a home run. Or it's like sticking with that sport. And you train and train, and then you execute. And at the end of the day, if you win a battle royale or you hit a home run in high school baseball, which one means more? Really? Or do they mean about the same thing yes. at the end of the it's day? It's the same feeling. And so now we're taking off. And so now these companies have tapped into this. It's talking like sports. Now we're talking amazing. And now we're talking all these different avenues here. And guess what? You can play with the pros for free, as you guys have pointed out, just by getting on there. And so, uh, but they have tapped into that competitive nature. And just like they have tapped into the human's desire to want to compete, to want to try their best, as I just mentioned. Okay. So now we're off to the races with this. Fortnite, Apex Legends, Battle Royale, Destiny, who everybody's trying to say they're doing this Battle Royale. Or where does this leave these guys? The Leisure Games. Uh, Are we still getting God of Wars? Are we still getting Resident Evil 3 remakes? Are we still getting Dooms? They're not going to make as much money. We know this. Last of Us, they're still there. Yeah, the market share has just shrunk. Well, has the market share shrunk, well, or is the, the market the fun- grown? The funny thing is, you is know, the what I'm saying the share might have shrunk for them. It's it's the it's the, the market share technically shrunk, would, but yeah, I mean it, it did, but it didn't because if you look at it, the people you know, still grew when you when you when you compare you know sales. Spider Man, the Spider Man game, one of the highest selling games of the uh, of the year when it was put out. You know, and you had the Fortnites, you had all those. Still, one of the highest selling games of that year. I mean, it's it's proof that these games still carry. Like if you got a million gamers playing, and then you have a hundred percent market share, and then they release Fortnite and all that. Now there's ten million people, but you only got twenty million. So now you only got twenty percent market share. So you are two million of the ten million. You really only got twenty percent market share, but you got more people. So the gaming community has grown. It's impossible to you, avoid. But you you gotten to the point to you know another thing I need to bring up the reason why this is happening is because these these developers and, and publishers are 
are run as bigger businesses now, you know, and what makes sense for the brand and the shareholders is microtransactions and what's hot. So they're going to focus on that more. Well, uh, and to, and to, I'm going to point this out too. This is all coming from the guy that does sales for a living and, and he's, and he, and, and in this conversation, he's technically the newbie in gaming. So I'm going to point that out because you, you were the newbie in gaming when you talk, when we're, when we're comparing the three of us. Oh, absolutely. You're the baby of gaming right now. Absolutely. And, and and you're saying like, you know, these games are just now being, these, these, these gaming places are being just now being thought as a big industry. Nintendo has been big industry since the, cod since before the 80s nintendo's been massive you know you've got the people over there in japan that's been craving gaming that has been eating gaming up forever um squaresoft square enix that that's been a publisher that's been around for decades that's been huge you know they've been thinking big business for a long time they've been multi-million dollar corporations for a long time you know you've got that sony itself in gaming has been a um uh, a huge multi-million dollar corporation in gaming and uh, you know so you can't really go by the thought thought of that's the reason why they're capitalizing on things now they've they've done what what most good companies do to survive like microsoft is ad- adapt change and adapt and that's what they've done and yes microtransactions the dreaded buzzword of hmk video game experience is the thing now that a lot of companies touch on and use to generate profits the problem with that is, is the fact that people spend money like that, and they, as long as people are spending money like that, the companies are going to be still doing that. So, well, what's, that's just my little piece if on you that. Look back in the day, I actually watched it. There's a thing on, uh, thing on uh, Amazon Prime with the Power Glove. So a little documentary, but you know, in television came out. This is when you know in '84 or whatever, and all this just kind of just blew up. I mean, it blew up in like you know a year. And stock sorting these video games to the next big thing, and then now nah, we're done with them. Boop, and they just crash. So anybody that was that everybody that was anybody had kind of given up on the video game market. And then you got Nintendo that pops in, like you said. You got Sega. You got all these guys, and they're starting to kind of control that market. And there's piece, things to be had, and these developers start popping up in this. But now you got Activision, you got EA, you got these multi-billion-dollar like conglomerate. Uh, that are trying to get money for their shareholders and stuff. So yeah, they're going to look at. I mean, they looked at the guys at uh, you know Bioware, whatever that made Anthem, and they're thinking EA is publishing this is going to be a, just this big money maker, and the game sucked. It wasn't even finished. Uh, you know, but hey, we got to get these now. They have to start thinking bottom line profits. They have to think about uh, shareholders uh, and stuff like that. Nintendo does too to some degree. They're they're still a Japanese company. Uh, and I do got American stocks, but it's some, I don't know how that's structured. It's different, but, um, you know, they, they, while they do our big companies, you still have to, when it comes down to this EA, what are they going to publish? Are they going to publish like we just, they got a golf game. Is that the, that's too, that's not, so they gave up on Tiger Woods. It wasn't making any money. They didn't care. They lost the license, but they, well, they could easily get a license from anybody if they really wanted to. Um, but they're going to go where the money is. That's where these companies are, and, and their main pool is that. But if you look at uh, uh, Nintendo, they seem to be able to take a hit but not lose track with the Wii U uh, that they lost a lot of market, that, you know, that, that hurt them. It was a bad system, blah, blah, blah. But they still stayed the course. They didn't go into battle royales. They didn't go into super microtransactions. They didn't go to the, they are, they're kind of defining themselves right now as a, 
what we would call a leisure game console, maybe. Um, so, but I mean, N- Nintendo's a different beast altogether. It's it's almost hard to compare them, and it's almost pretty much like saying apples to oranges with them because Nintendo one, they're the big dog in the in, in gaming. I'm sorry, yeah, they might not sell as many consoles as what Sony's done, but when you think of it, when you think of gaming. The, one of the first things you always think about is Nintendo because they've been around the longest. You know who's been around longer than Nintendo in there outside of Atari. You well, know, see, I don't think that's the case. Ling- 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 I think because, it's the case. I think I think well, they built such well, think a big, about this. big following behind I, themselves. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I'm with you 100. percent That's exactly what we're saying. There's there's a Nintendo. That's the video gamers, uh, and then you got the others. Uh, Leisure gamers branch, and then you got the others. But when, when they say video games, me and you and all of our circle think Nintendo. But I don't know about some of these young kids. They might say, dude. Call of Duty. They might say Xbox Live coming out or, you know, whatever, not Xbox Live, but the Xbox X1, PlayStation Xbox 5. Series X. Yeah, they're in this kind of stuff like that. They might not think Nintendo. I don't know. Um, but I don't think about Nintendo at all. When you it's think of video just, games? Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're a baby, you're, but you're a baby gamer. You, you, well, you, I mean, you're, nah. if you're a big rock, if you're a big rock, uh, rock band player, guitar hero player, you're not going to think that because it wasn't there. Well, it, he grew. Was, he had his brother that was our age and played all the old school games. Yeah, no, but I I'm watched. Saying, but, I mean, look, I still love Castlevania and all that, but that's not what I'm thinking about. Let me just throw this out. And I'm gonna let you let you speak. Uh, for sure, but I don't, when you say not Nintendo, I, what I immediately thought of is because he's a competitive gamer. He's on the other branch. That's why I didn't think Nintendo. That's what I'm thinking. So that's immediately thought that. So what were you gonna say? I yeah, I, I was just saying like yeah, that that doesn't mean I don't respect it. The 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 history, the origins, or Nintendo. I played a, a ton of Tony Hawk and and Donkey Kong and 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 see in 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 uh wrestling games on 64 you know but regular nintendo and super nintendo i mostly watched ian play mario and and zelda and castlevania until we got to super nintendo when i was old enough to play things with him like uh, nba live because i wanted to absolutely demolish my brother which i could not but i'm gonna point this out when you just named games you only named one game that was exclusive to nintendo Donkey Kong. That was the only exclusive one to Nintendo. So of course you're not thinking Nintendo because you can play Tony Hawk on anything. You can play Tony Hawk on 64. You can play it on PlayStation. You can play it on Xbox. It, it, it's those it's, it's those cro- uh, the cross platform games. Another, another thing, I do not have the attention span you guys have to sit there and play an RPG for that long and have that much time into. I just do not. I cannot. I am bored like that. Can't do it. Because you're a competitive gamer. So there's two different things. That's what I'm saying, man. Did y'all get my point, though, with competitive versus... Am I just beating this dead horse over nope. and over? You are flogging a dead horse because you do, you do because y'all go, it, but you do y'all have y'all a great point. go off on these other tangents. But they're I'm fantastic tra- tangents. <laughs> but I agree. No, I agree 100%. It's, it's just branched. You know? It's just... So are we going to see a resurgence of single player or is it going to be a completely how, how far is this competitive thing going to go is it just going to be the next sports thing 
is it going to be considered gaming at all or is it going to be considered some kind of virtual sport you don't have it's going it's going the route it's going the route of sports because you've yeah. got mls major league gaming that's out and once they've established once since they've established major league gaming and you actually have teams that are getting sponsorships by people outside of the gaming community like getting sponsored by Toyota and all these other things, you're getting these sponsorships outside of that. That's going to sports. The competitive side is going sports, and it's not going to really be quote unquote gaming. It's going to be major league gaming, that kind of over here kind of stuff. And then you're going to have video gaming over here, which is pretty much anything and everything, whether it's competitive or not. And it's going to be over here. We're going the, we're going the route of having sports. Sports, Two different not, routes. Not gaming. You do not. Yeah, that's what I think. You do not have degrees in college <laughs> popping up and sponsored teams for watching Final Fantasy. You do not have on regular ESPN chess matches and cornhole. You have the major things. You know what I'm saying? That's just where the content is wanted to be seen is in that direction. Why? Just, uh, I, I hate I hate to disagree with you a little bit there, buddy. But you know they still have the Ocho out. No, and, I know. And, I know. And, and they on the have, Ocho, they have all those obscure I, sports. I know they and do. But people you have, are getting. But it, 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 any time a person's still getting paid to play something, people are getting paid to play chess. People are getting paid to play cornhole. It is still going to have some that, type of draw of it, and they see money in there. If they're getting <laughs> that's sponsorship. Not what he, still going to get there. But that's not what he was asking. That's not what he's. If there's he's, an obscure know, channel for. That's, sports, you, that's that justifies when, that's, the but that's point. what you dove to. I get you. It's obvious if they have to have an Ocho for obscure sports, that, okay, that means that it's popular. We get it. There's ESPN 1, 2, 3, uh, ESPN News. They, they all host football, baseball, point, basketball. I know that there's to, some random obscure. But my point to that is is, is when he was saying you don't see people getting paid to, paid to play Final Fantasy. Actually, yes, there are some people out there getting paid to play Final Fantasy on Twitch. People that are, are bringing in money for their streaming of, of their gaming of Twitch, of, of, uh, of Final Fantasy. It's just like you said earlier, um, Coastal, there are people that are wanting to watch this guy play God of War and watch these episodes one, two, three, and 4. Well, there's people subscribing to his channel that are giving him money each month to do it. There is a demand for it. There I is don't think he was being absolute. I, I was not mm-hmm. being absolute. He asked where it was going. I'm not saying that stuff is... <laughs> Is well, that's where I, that's that's what I said. That's what I said. I'm that just saying you've got the major league. Ga- you've got the major league gaming, which is the sports. There you go. And it's getting pushed to sports, and then you have so just why all is it? everything else going there. Why is that watch more? Just because of why do we? I mean, so now we're getting real philosophical. It's because people are throwing money at it. Once you start throwing money at it, then yeah. People so they are watch, watch it more because people are throwing money at it. Well, yeah, because they, you give you so, so the, major the, league pot, gaming, the Twitch that's getting paid the most is the one that's most watched, or is it the one that's most watched is getting paid the most? Uh, it, it, that that's a that's a six in one hand, half and dozen the other kind of. No, question. I didn't. Nobody watches it because the guy's getting paid. They pay him because uh, people are watching it. I don't know because like once you start hitting the major league gaming, because a lot of the major league gamers there there's there's so many major league gamers out there that weren't Twitch streamers that are major league gamers now that are getting paid to play that people are now watching in turn so you do have that kick of people do watch that person because they're getting paid because if you're getting paid you must be that good no i think <laughs> i have something <laughs> to say on that yeah, trip me up i do not watch major league gamers i watch twitch streamers for their content and the person that i'm watching i want to play competitively 
I watch for the laughs. Yes, they're good, but the content is hilarious, and that's that's what I like to watch. So a lot of them are getting paid because of who they are. I mean, Tim the Tapman is probably one of my favorite streamers slash YouTubers, okay? He's good, but he is not a professional. You watch him because he's hilarious. The first hour of his stream is just him talking to his chat, his subscribers, and then the rest is him playing with other streamers, having a great time. One of the biggest stream games of, uh, you know, 2019 when they were banning, when, when they were all striking against Fortnite, they had like over a million views live watching him play Uno. It's not, you know, it's not about that, but, you know, I, I, I say they get paid, uh, but what you're asking is why is the sports and the competitive so watched? I just, why has it always been like that? Yeah. Uh, Hollywood. Why has it been that with baseball since the 30s or 40s or in, in, in football? Why? Why? It's because we're watching people do things that we as normal people cannot do. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Now I think it, it's just because you know, like without. I'm not going to get into a spoiler of Final Fantasy. It's no, no secret that you know you run and try to blow up the Midgar pillar or whatever one of the Sector Five pillars at the very beginning of the game. How many times can you do that differently? How many jokes can you make about that, right? When you watch a major league game and a sporting event, it's like you see, you watch people compete, but you also watch to see what's going to happen next. If everybody just ran the football up the middle, I don't want to watch that. I don't care who wins. I want to see the big passes. I want to see the big hits. I want to see the last second touchdowns. You want to see the risk versus reward. Exactly. You want to you see hit, the payoff. That's, uh, yeah, you want to see the payoff for all the – for the risk or whatever. The most exciting part of the game is when somebody's marching down the field trying to get the touchdown just to survive. Last survivor on a battle royale for your team when it actually has a chance to win. I'm going to point this out because this is a good a good segue with you bringing up football, bringing up the middle. So for the longest, you had football and then you had Madden. Two separate things, completely separate. And on Madden, you could do unbelievable things, unbelievable catches, unbelievable runs, all this kind of stuff. And then you have one of the first players in gaming, and not in gaming history, but in sports history, in football history, to do one of the Madden moves. And somebody says, oh my gosh, he just did a move that you did from Madden. Well, now you have the connection between the two, and it draws in because now you're seeing somebody in real life recreate what was done in a video game, because now you're seeing that. Let's take Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for one thing. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out before people started dropping 900s, and then you had Tony Hawk trying 12 times at the X Games to drop a 900 and finally does it and it's probably one of the crappiest 900s ever done in, in, in life because it's the whole hand grab the hand you know and and everybody's going wild because he just did this in competition but yet people are doing 1080s and 1440s in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and then all of a sudden a few years later in the evolution of skateboarding people are doing these you know, 1080s and 1440s and doing these huge tricks and these huge stunts. I mean, take the the guys that are doing the Nitro Circus, Travis Pastrana, doing all the crazy tricks and stunts and everything, and then they make a sports game, a dirt bike jumping game, based on what he's doing now, not so much as what you can't do, but what you can do, because now it's instead of the game trying to do things that you couldn't do, now you're playing the game to do things you could possibly do. So, so what type of gamer defines you clear? Are you a competitive gamer? Or I'm a leisure a gamer. Leisure I gamer? flat out, flat out can say I'm a leisure gamer. I, I, I have a competitive side to me, but 
I would rather play a game that I can enjoy with you know, joy by myself and unwind or one that I can sit here and play with my kid or have my kid watch it. You know, I, 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 I'd rather do the co-op games than I would do the competitive games. It's just to me, it's more fun to play with somebody than to play against somebody because I have funnier things happen in the co-op games when I'm playing Borderlands 2 or 3 and you watch me do something stupid by jumping off a cliff and landing on top of a you know enemy doing something stupid and have more laughs out of that than doing it in competitive I mean it's I mean y'all can see that because I don't even play much competitive with y'all because it's just it's it's not to me, it's not the thing thing to do. And yes, I was competitive at one time. I was staying up all day and night playing SOCOM and did get a high rank in SOCOM 1. And, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not me anymore. All right, Coastal, I know you're a competitive writer. Would you consider yourself a leisure gamer? First, I want to say there's two games that y'all had a podcast on that, that Clear said he would be cannon fodder, and I hadn't seen him in either one. Uh, uh, one was Which Call was? of Duty and the other was uh, was Golf Club uh, which I would still love to, to play oh, you clear. should play Golf Club clear that's, a, that's an easy uh, competitive it's not like we'd have fun playing that one it's nice and yeah. take your time I, I am, getting back I'm, in a, it. I'm a hybrid gamer man I, I just you know the better I'm becoming at Call of Duty the more I want to be better at Call of Duty just like with Guitar Hero or anything else you know, at the same time, I love playing golf with you guys, but I still want to beat y'all. I don't want to be last. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? um, but I'm—I guess I'm hands down a competitive gamer. I'm not a hardcore competitive gamer, but right. you know, that's what I mostly play. Absolutely. Yeah, and you played. Uh, you're always either was your either you're on Fortnite for a long time, Apex, and our golf with us. Or I, you said you didn't like Borderlands Three, so that would just, that would fit uh, the Clearfire's leisure gamer co-op and you didn't like it so that you're competitive um and you know i don't know for me uh, i think when call of duty made me so mad that i, I kind of go you know maybe i'm not a competitive gamer if i'm getting this frustrated games are supposed to make me relax we just talked about you know why we game and then now we're uh now i'm getting all riled up over this and and going on these highs and stuff you're getting riled up because you are competitive. You're a competitive you gamer, Hollywood. Yes. As much as much as you want, as much Don't as you are it. into the Final Fantasies, as much as you're into the single player games, as much as you're into the God of Wars, you always go back to a Call of Duty. You will always end up playing a Call of Duty. Me, I can pick up a Call of Duty right now, play it today, and not play it for a year and a half, and it won't bother me at all. You, Hollywood, you're not going to put it down. And if you do put it down, it won't be for an extended amount of time. You even mentioned it earlier in the podcast saying with Call of Duty Warzone. You're like, I'm frustrated with it. I put it down, but yet I picked it up the other day to play it with, with, with Coastal. It's a yeah. flat-out competitive game, and that's the games that draw you more often than not. Agreed. Well, what game took me away from that? Wow, for about uh, you know two, three, four months. Final Fantasy VII took me away from it for a while. So I, I definitely, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm de- I, I would probably edge toward competitiveness because when I'm not playing, we played Call of Duty last night. I played three games. This dude, I've had enough, man. I'm done. I don't even feel like playing anymore. Uh, and I turn on Final Fantasy. But then at the end of the day, I can turn off Final Fantasy pretty easy. We're not like, one more game, one more, <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. You know, not That's as bad. Why you're competitive. Um, so I'd probably say I'm probably 
60% competitive versus I'm going to get the next Call of Duty. I'm going to get that, but I'm waiting, wait, wait for, can't wait for Cyberpunk 2077 to come out. I don't want a multiplayer in that. They're talking about multiplayer patches. We're going to do a, probably want to do a, a podcast about that. Is that a good thing or not? Um, you I would know, say but, you're more like 70, 30. And the only reason why I say that is because when I, when, when we talk, you always are talking about how frustrated you've been with this Call of Duty or this or that. That's a competitive game. You never say, I'm so frustrated with this spot in Final Fantasy VII. You're like, oh man, this Final Fantasy VII part was beautiful. This was gorgeous. Or this RPG part game was wonderful. This this WoW part was a great part for me. And like you just said before, you have an easy time putting down the WoWs, the... <laughs> Final Fantasy 7s, the RPGs, the single player games, you, you don't have a problem putting it down. What drives you and what's always riles you up, what game What game makes you go, oh my gosh, I gotta play this again? It's those competitive games. You have that competitive drive and there's nothing wrong with it and you do play both sides of it. You just lean a way, a way a good bit more to competitive than you do to the others. And that's just, that's how I see it. That's how I've seen it for years. I mean, we've grown up gaming together and I mean, that's that's how you are. Well, it kind of seems like, you know, as we get older, kids, it's hard to be competitive. And so maybe we're like, man, maybe just like getting too old to swing that bat, hit those grand slams again. No, no you're Or maybe not. everybody just has the freedom to choose what they feel like playing that day. There you go. Bye. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the um, music, Hollywood. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. I mean, when you look at it, your ratios, what do you play the most? What do you play? And it just really does just depend on what what I feel like playing. And there are hardcore competitives. There's hardcore leisures. Uh, and then there's the mix. Um, and so I think what I was feeling that day was that, you know, maybe I just can't compete as much anymore. And that's a fact that you got to uh, – Except because if you look at Rev, like we all know the killer Rev from back in the day, we were slaying folks on Call of Duty. We were always coming up MVPs, whatever, same way on SOCOM. And well, we had time to do that. And now we don't. And so sometimes maybe if you were, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe if you were hitting home runs and now you can't even get on first base, it's, the game's not as fun to you anymore. Something you you starting to talk about retirement there? That's not a good sound. <laughs> I'm not retiring. I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'll, I'll enjoy the game and I'll keep playing the game. Um, and so I just, but I'll just take it as it is and try to just enjoy it that way. Uh, but you know, when you, you know when I was playing multiplayer after playing BR, I wasn't in there. I mean, I was trying to level up guns, but I was also thinking I got to learn how to do this quick draw. I got to learn to pull up faster. And I was getting slayed in multiplayer last time. And people were just either using cheat bots to where somehow they can hit you in the head across the map because they do exist, especially when you start getting into cross-platform, unfortunately. They're doing the best they can to end all that. But anyway, I probably won't even put this part in the podcast because we're getting off track. I'll just put it in the We've been way off track. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was good. It was a good conversation. Um, it was good to have you guys go uh, off on your guys's different opinions on this, that, and the other. Because I really didn't know where I was going to go once we decided. There's two different tracks. So why and what does this mean for gaming? That's really what I was just trying to get at. And what type of game review makes somebody think? Maybe I don't know. Maybe it'll help you uh, tighten down what type of games you'll enjoy and which ones you won't. I don't know. 
but it's not going to kill the industry. I do not believe that. I don't believe like, hey, this is where the money is, so everybody's going to go there. There is a danger of that. That is why this thing, this H&K kind of, we kind of put that in our tagline of keeping gaming pure. So we want to see these regular games, these Nintendos, these people do good. And so there's nothing wrong with the competitive nature, but if it becomes all about money, uh, it becomes, you're probably not going to get a good product. But Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Activision, uh, who developed that one? Coastal, I don't remember. Infinity Ward. What, this one now? The, yeah, Infinity yeah, Ward. yeah. They, they they killed it. They did a great job. They did a good job with the transactions, the store and everything. If you want to make money that way, it's fine, but it's not intrusive. It's not anything. So I'm not knocking that game. That's the way you do it. Um, and I've been, I've been enjoying it. So, well, that'll about do it, guys. I appreciate y'all being on here. Well, of course you clear. You're always on I'm here. always here. I'm always here. <laughs> Your the name's in the title. Uh, so I just wanted to see if you appreciated Coastal being here or not. Nah. <laughs> he annoyed me. Frustrating. Uh, it's fault with him. Okay, no, I boom. mean, always. Okay, always, boomer. Always, okay, boomer. <laughs> always, always, hey, I'm not a boomer. I'm I'm just I'm just barely past it, now, but I'm not a boomer. Um, no, I appreciate when Coastal boomer. comes off. He get, he, he, way he, back. He, he, I know you got way back for a boomer. Man, I'm a Gen, Gen X. Gen X, at least. Yeah. So, but no, I appreciate Coastal being on because he does give a fresh new take on some of the stuff that we look at, especially you know playing games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all that. You know, I did play those with some friends and all that, but that was just one of those social games for me. It wasn't so much a competitive one. It was, but um, it, it wasn't competitive for me either. <laughs> just because you, just because you can't hang doesn't mean it wasn't competitive. I can't. I can't. So. Golf club. <laughs> 20k 21k yeah. or whatever it is coming 2K, out 2k 2k 2k1 they got the license let's see what happens it's still now listen now it's still hb studios studio that made it's still going to be it but 2k i think is going to be much more involved and maybe put a little more money that way because they see the gap you know go ahead and get it clear coast uh southern proper it's oh, a country club it. we're all getting it southern proper find it one of a Man, well, I sh- another <laughs> podcast on it now. Probably, <laughs> I still got my I still got my backlog of games to go through. I mean, I still we, got the we, Last of Us. I mean, I got the we got the Uncharted collection through uh through uh PSN, you know, so yep. or PS Plus. So I mean, I got all four of the Nathan Drake games. So I got to play those. Those are supposed to be sick if, games. If that says something about me too, I've never played the Last of Us. I have a new copy that I have not started yet until it gets closer to the second one coming out. And I have all the Nathan Drakes, like Clear said, and I have not started one because I'm addicted to Call of Duty right now and and trying to get more wins. So that's just where my head's at. Yep, yep. So jump on over to the competitive branch sometimes, Clear, and get you that golf club. I will. And we'll see you out there. <laughs> oh, well, Anybody I'll else make, that wants to join. I'll, I'll make Coastal hurt for saying, hey, come on over, Clear. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> give him a little, give him a little sting, and let let hey, him let him know how these old folks play these games. There's a there's a steep learning curve, brother. You better get ready for it. <laughs> go go. All you gotta do, all you need to go is is go visit H and K's Facebook page. Go scroll down a little bit, and you can see what OG gamers look like whenever the coronavirus hit. 
Remember, <laughs> that, remember that meme that you dropped, Hollywood? Uh, yeah, I saw. I remember that one. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to know where that Facebook page is, it's facebook.com slash HNKEXP. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thank you. Peace out, everybody. Y'all have a good one.